Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is a little bit of one of these throwback articles. This was an article that I did maybe like three years ago on travel and memory systems, on not forgetting things. And I have been a digital nomad guy, world traveler for five years now. And I think the life hacks, the memory life hacks that I'm about to share with you have really stood the test of time for me. I hope they will for you. How to not lose your stuff. That's passports, phone, wallet, fluffy handcuffs, etc. while traveling. The Traveler's Trail is a boulevard of tragic stories of lost iPhones, Android devices that, like in their clever commercials, grew legs and ran away, along with pilfered ergonomic headphones, stolen laptops, absentee underwear, and most seriously, misplaced passports. That's what you really don't want to lose. Losing your stuff while traveling sucks, not only because of inconvenience, the stress, the replacement costs, but more importantly, because of the time it takes that could be spent enjoying travel, doing cool things, and connecting with interesting people. This article will present some bizarre memory systems, life hacks, and uncommon yet practical solutions for not losing your valuable stuff while traveling. First of all, consistency of placement. The most common sense yet uncommonly practiced solution to not losing your stuff is this simple. Keep your things in the same place. One of the biggest reasons people lose things temporarily and permanently is that they leave them in new places because of convenience or absent-mindedness. You are rushing to meet friends for dinner, so you leave your shaver in the hostel bathroom, or you're exhausted after a long flight, so you fall asleep with your laptop on your bed. Resist this temptation and create a system for keeping your stuff in the same place. Here's a few practical examples. My passport goes back into the internal zipper compartment of my backpack or in my left pocket next to my wallet. I never store it anywhere else. My iPod earphones, those go under my pillowcase while I'm sleeping or wrapped around my Android in my pocket. My fancy fedora, which unfortunately is no longer with me. This goes under my bed behind my toiletries case. My laptop goes in my backpack under my bed or in a safe box. And my USB cables go next to my underwear compartment in my luggage. Next life hack. I'll give another funny example. I've, I've made a real habit of if I'm sleeping somewhere that I, <laughs> that I, sh that I shouldn't be sleeping, if I'm uh, sleeping on a strange person's couch, if I'm sleeping on a strange bed somewhere, if I'm <laughs> spending the night somewhere I didn't expect to spend the night, you know, you put your shoes underneath the bed, almost always. Your, your shoes usually end up in the same place. And 
instead of, you know, leaving my wallet and my cell phone and my keys in a bunch of different places to confuse myself, I make it a habit that my wallet, keys, cell phone always go in my shoes behind my socks because I'm a bit paranoid. I imagine that if people are going to steal my stuff from my shoes, that if my smelly socks are there, that's going to disaway uh, would-be pilfer of my stuff, right? And again, th this is something that perhaps when I was a younger man had uh, crazier nights than I have now that I used more frequently, but I really did train myself uh, pretty well to always leave those three essential valuables in the exact same place. And it, it made mornings after epic nights uh, a little bit less confusing a lot of the time. <laughs> Next life hack, using bizarre memory associations. While traveling, inevitably you're going to leave your things in completely new places. Your hotel room is not quite ready. So you leave your travel bag with reception, you leave your phone on the tables while getting sushi with friends, or you are couch surfing and the only power outlet to charge your iPad is in some strange corner of your host house. When you are leaving your stuff in novel locations, I suggest using the highly effective millenniums old method of bizarre memory associations. Create a ridiculous visualization between your thing. It could be a fancy hat, your passport, laptop, fluffy handcuffs, whatever, furry handcuffs, and the new place that you leave it. When forming your bizarre associations, I recommend using these five elements. First of all, substitution, out of proportion, action or violence, multipli multiplication, or sexiness. That's right. If you're like me, your private thoughts tend to be dirty more often than not. So by all means, feel free to make absurd associations sexual. It certainly helps to make them more bizarre. The first couple of times you use absurd memory associations, it will take some creative energy and make you feel a little odd but soon it becomes really easy and fun. Here's a few examples. So let's say the item is shampoo and you leave this in your friend's flat's shower. So your bizarre association would be imagining a giant 20 foot tall version of your shampoo bottle squirting shampoo on your friend while in the shower. Let's say the item is your water purifying tin water bottle and its location is in the hammock near the volleyball court at the hostel. So your bizarre association, it's in the hammock. So think of a guy playing volleyball where, where, while wearing a banana hammock, the uh, European style of men's underwear, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, with your metal water bottle sticking out of his banana hammock. Weird, right? And that's what makes it a great memorable association. Let's say that the item that you want to remember where you place it is your iPhone and its location is charging in the center console of your host's Honda Accord. So the bizarre association would be imagine that your iPhone has an app 
that can shoot out a giant bolt of lightning and you blow up your friend's car with the bolts of lightning. I know that these, these get pretty creative, they get pretty childish, but they're actually kind of fun. They stimulate your creative faculty. If you don't have much time, sometimes you are in a major hurry and don't have the time or inclination to make up a, an elaborately weird visualization like the ones I just gave you. In these situations, just imagine that your thing is plunging deeply in whatever or wherever you're leaving it. For example, if you leave your Missoula gear backpack, that's a, a really sweet backpack, on your hostel bed, imagine it like sinking into the bed. If you leave your food plate on the table in the social area, imagine it weighing thousands of pounds that break the table. If you leave your beer on the bar when you go to the bathroom, imagine it sinking into the bar and the beer spilling all over the place. Don't you hate making new friends and then forgetting their names? If memory systems interest you, check out this uncommon memory system for remembering limitless people's names instantaneously. Yes, I did a course on this. You're gonna wanna check that out. And I link to it through the description below this podcast. Next life hack, create perceived social repercussions with potential thieves. In a lot of lower income countries, taking advantage of tourists is something of a national pastime. Indeed, in Asia, there is a prevalent philosophy in the business world, which has consequently trickled down to a variety of street vendors and hustlers that if you can take advantage of someone for a profit, you should. Since you are ultimately teaching them a valuable lesson. As far as I can tell, the strongest deterrent to this is social repercussions. Creating the impression that screwing you will result in them being ostracized by their immediate community. And yeah, that's why all throughout my time in Latin America, I spent a little over three years total in Latin America in a bunch of different countries where almost universally any foreigner that visits these countries, spends any duration of time in them, has some story about being uh, screwed over, robbed, taken advantage of. And I managed to dodge that particular falling coconut and I think a lot of that had to do with whenever I would meet new people, even if it was just a, if it was just a taxi driver or you know some guy in a little store that I needed to buy something from, I would always be like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna spend some time here. I'm gonna hang out here. I know so-and-so. I'm staying nearby such, such and such landmark. I'm going to uh, such and such festival. I even though I was obviously an outsider, I made an effort to at least appear like I was gonna be part of the community. And I had good luck uh, in these places. Those two are probably not disconnected. 
Longevity of your stay. The last thing you want to tell a potential thief or hustler is that you don't know anyone in town and will be gone in a few days. People are way less likely to screw you if they think they are going to be seeing you again. So emphasize that you are actually interested in becoming a part of the community. When I meet locals in a new town, I tell them how I'm interested in expanding my small business into their part of the world. I mentioned clients, nonprofits, and projects that I have worked with in nearby countries or cities. If I'm leaving soon, I mentioned that I really like their town and will be returning at some point for a more long-term stay to rent an apartment or bring a big group of friends to party. Name drop. Anytime I arrive in a new town, I make an effort to befriend or at least meet some high profile locals, hostel operators, local musicians, tour company operators, bar owners, nightclub promoters, etc. Anyone in the business of knowing a lot of people. As you meet new people, name drop these local celebrities like a Hollywood PR agent, creating the impression that while new in town, you are not someone to be taken advantage of. Next life hack, beware of buses. These lumbering beasts of steel and rubber are notorious as a, as a place to lose your things, unfortunately. Whether it's dropping your electronics through the seat cracks, pickpockets on crowded chicken buses, or forgetting your bag in a moment of absent-mindedness after a long ride, buses are a place worthy of your vigilance. You don't want to drift off to sleep with your electronics resting on your lap. Put them in your pockets. Don't place your backpack in the overhead storage. Hold your backpack on your lap. And beware of coffee shops. How often uh, have you had this absurd conversation with a complete stranger at a coffee shop? So you're sitting in a, in a coffee shop, minding your own business, doing whatever, and someone walks up and said, says to you, hey, I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. Can you please keep an eye on my laptop? And you grunt back, yeah, sure. This conversation is really useless unless you are just using it as a pickup line or an icebreaker, which uh, trust me, it works great for. Is a complete stranger really going to put themselves in the path of bodily harm to protect your expensive stuff from a petty street criminal who spies your laptop through the window of a cafe? Doubtful. Don't leave your laptop or electronics unattended at a coffee shop with strangers. Beware of dorms. Many travelers delude themselves that we live in a fantasy land where all other travelers are well-meaning and altruistic. The reality is that hostel dorms are some of the cheapest accommodations in any given city and no kind of background check is ran on the people sleeping mere meters from you. The vast majority of people traveling would never do you any harm but don't be the naive traveler who leaves their laptop out on their bed or their wallet in plain sight, unattended in the dorm room. I don't stay in hostel dorm rooms anymore, but I have spent, I've spent some, some nights 
sleeping in them and it's flabbergasting how many people would just leave their valuables there for any uh, opportunist who is willing to take a little bit of risk to just grab them and walk out. Beware of laundry ladies. Many travelers elect to have the help do their laundry for them. Budget hostel laundry rooms are a sure place of disorganization. How much care do you really think the minimum wage earning employees are taking with your dirty laundry? Whenever you get your laundry back, make sure to check that all items are present. Next life hack, misdirect potential thieves. One of the top concerns of small-time criminals is speed of execution. They don't want to spend more than a few seconds mugging you, grabbing your backpack, or looking for a target of opportunity in a dorm room. Here's a couple of ways of misdirecting them. Don't keep all your money in one pocket. When you go out uh, for a night on the town, keep the majority of your money in a money clip in a second pocket. Leave just a few bucks in your wallet. If you get mugged, just offer up what's in your wallet and that'll usually be enough for them to uh, afford whatever their bad habits are for, for, the ne for, for a week, next couple of days, however long. Also, in your backpack, put your expensive electronics, wallet, and passport under your smelly socks, like I said. Get luggage locks. For less than $10, you can get two luggage locks to dissuade would-be thieves from opening your bags. Next life hack, get two phones. Acquire a second phone, a throwaway that you don't really care if you if you lose it. A lot of times you can buy a secondhand Android phone for less than $50 or a, a feature phone, which is a, a dumb old-fashioned phone with the old-fashioned buttons, for even cheaper at an electronics store abroad. When you are going out to socialize, take this phone with you. That way you can make calls, collect people's contact info, which is uh, useful for when you meet the love of your life on the dance floor somewhere exotic. You can take blurry camera phone pictures, maybe even check your email via Wi-Fi while out uh, without worrying about losing your valuable phone. I did this at a party at uh, this, this epic, epic beach party that I went to in Valencia, Spain. It was this big, crazy party, and I was like, I have, I have no idea what's gonna happen to me. I have no idea what I'm gonna lose. I have no idea where I'm gonna end up sleeping tonight. Uh, so I took my old junkie phone with me, and I ended up not getting into any trouble. What happened that night? Oh, some, some girls actually ended up stealing my necktie and the, the funky suit jacket. I was losing, so I, I did have some things stolen, but not not the phone. But if my phone was stolen, which I thought was likely at a big crazy party with 5,000 drunk teenagers, I would have been okay. Next life hack, use a portable battery charger. One of the most common ways people lose their valuable electronics is while 
charging them. You leave your iPhone charging on your bed while you sleep, or you leave your phone charging next to a friendly stranger in a common room or a lobby, for example. Stop doing this, guys. Many a traveler has lost their valuables this way. A super convenient solution to this is a universal portable battery charger. This is a portable battery that holds much larger charge than your smartphone or tablet. When you need to charge your device, put them in your backpack or locker with the portable battery to charge. A portable battery can also be a real lifesaver on those eight hour plus bus rides when your devices die in the middle of your favorite movie and you have uh, difficulty locating the uh, hotel that you're staying at because your uh, phone has died and you're in a brand new city in a brand new country and the asshole taxi drivers aren't any help. It, it, it really helps to have that extra that extra reserve of battery life. Talk about a uh, convenience and safety. While drinking, whether home or abroad, most people's chances of losing their stuff increase drastically when they are drinking. The solution to this is preparation. Avoid taking your valuable stuff out with you and uh, see the suggestion above. You'll also find that if you practice the first suggestion of the article, which is consistency of placement, you'll find that you can train the drunk version of you to take better care of your stuff using bizarre memory systems. And it is surprisingly effective and fun while slightly intoxicated if you were bold enough to tell your drinking companions about them. And then I wanna mention furry handcuffs. That's right. If you don't have furry handcuffs, get some ASAP. Here's why. When you are leaving your luggage unattended in like a dorm room or another location, handcuff it to something immovable so would-be thieves can't grab it. Obviously, luggage locks are a good idea to accompany your kinky luggage. <laughs> if you find yourself tortured by, also well, why would you want fluffy mosquito, fluffy <laughs> handcuffs. If you find yourself tortured by mosquito bites, which you can't stop yourself from itching at night, you can handcuff yourself so you can't. And uh, inevitably you'll find some other interesting uses for furry handcuffs. Go get some furry handcuffs, I, I will link to some. And uh, finally, I would just say, may mischief find you and misfortune avoid you while you're on the road. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.